whispering. Oh, it's compensating for the whisper. Let's see what it's doing on its own. Okay, whatever. Oh, it's just going up. There you go. Okay. Well, bada bing. I, I am now, now I live amongst you mortals now because when I read on my phone, I have to hold it out like this. <laughs> Let me get mine so I can see on my phone. There we go. <laughs> now I can see. <laughs> man we're getting old fellas yeah this is this is what i do you ready this is ready for me good i'm ready whenever y'all are actually hold on i will tell you when i'm ready i'm ready you just did in three two one hey everybody welcome back to another episode of the unt3 podcast we're the podcast that brings you all music all the time i'm your host brian gerpers here with co-hosts these two guys right here man they're excited we got mr one take christian fisher happening tonight and this guy hey, over buddy. here, Nickelback, is his favorite band of all time. He also likes Mariah Carey during Christmas. Man, Damn this straight. guy, Mr. Joel, our hero, Cox. Mm-hmm. Man, we're coming in hot tonight because if you've been watching, we've spent the last several episodes picking a house on what we're going to get in. And today's episode, we're coming at you. And there's going to be heavy debate in this i guarantee you and these two guys are probably going to go uh round and round nah. that's a uh, that's a rat reference by the way but um nice. let me tell you something we're are coming you, are you to take us out group, of the cellar super group 2.0 2.0 let me well, tell hopefully you we do it like, better this time right we're not going to do it okay so we're going to jump right into this and we're not going to do this like last time. This is not going to be a super group. That's going to take up several episodes. We're putting the entire band together tonight. So here's how this is going to work. All three of us have brought our own list. Each, uh, each member of the band, drummer, bass, whatever. We brought three per member in the band and we're going to go through them tonight. Let's do it. So here we go. Here's how this is going to work. We're going to start at drummer, and we're just going to work our way up to front man like we did last time. All right. So the rules are we can't select a person for this band that was in our previous supergroup. Peace out, flee. And then the only other one, the only other rule here is that if all three of us select or nominate the same person for that piece or for that member of the band it's a clean sweep they're automatically in sweet i don't that makes sense that's it so oh and i'm gonna go last just in case uh there's a tie or there's something with you two guys (laughs) we'll we'll let me go last just to kind of piss y'all off a little bit 
whatever. Let's yes. Deal. All right. So here we go. Um, without further ado, here we go. Drummers, Joel, who are your three? Okay. So before I start saying my list, I did it complete completely off of what I consider a rock band. That is what I chose to go with. So okay. mine are going to be a little, probably a little different than the rest of y'all's. I didn't do jazz. I didn't do, it's not the best musician. It's people that when I think of rock, when I think of rock bands, these are the guys that I think of. And I did it based off of not just talent, but the, they can write, but also they just seem to be pretty cool guys. Like if you're an a-hole, I'm sorry, Ingve Malmsteen, you don't make my list. Uh, but like for me, that was the criteria. The other thing is I broke one of the rules and I'm only bringing two for every category because that's, that's for that's some reason, three was really hard for me, but I could come up with two pretty he easy. Had, so he had, he had what that means is, is and he waited what that means is he had to put two per section down in the 10 minutes before we got on here. That's not true, but that's what okay. it is. So here's my thing. Number one, he is mentioned and he is not applicable, but he will always be my drummer. And that is John Bonham. Everybody says he's the best. Okay. So since he was, he was ixnay because he was on our last one. He was our last drummer. So number one, Mike Portnoy. I just, for me, he, he, he loves bands. I know he has kind of been told as a prima donna, but he seems to love bands. Anytime someone's sick, he puts tribute uh, bands together to raise money. He loves rock music. He just seems like he's a, he just seems like he's a really cool guy. Plus the fact that he is an amazing drummer, such a great drummer. So Mike Portnoy is my number one, my second one. And I may get slammed for this. Alex Van Halen. I love Alex Van Halen. Why would you get slammed for that? He's a good drummer. He's a great drummer. He's when you think of seventies and eighties and early nineties, rock and roll, he was one of the go-to guys. I watched the thing on his drum kit. It's actually something that uh, Fisher, one of his channels, he pointed out that led me to this. Uh, it was the his drum kit. It explained his evolution in drums. Fascinating. I learned so much about Alex Van Halen. But those are the two that I'm bringing. Again, John Bonham will always be in my heart, the drummer. But for this criteria, there's two. I can't I keep forgetting. Mike Portnoy and John Bonham. All so right. wait, so really you just brought one? No, John. I mean, sorry, sorry, Mike Portnoy and Alex Van Halen. Sorry. Okay. Alex there Van it Halen. is. Alex I'm keeping a list running so I know what Pete who who yeah. All right. So Fisher, what do you got? Okay. So I followed the rules and I'm bringing three. And <clears throat> one of the things I love about doing this little exercise is you just mentioned two drummers. I'm like, shit, why weren't they on my list? Yep. So here we go. My first one, and I'm really only including him. No, I shouldn't say that because he's a great drummer in his own right. But I, if I didn't bring him up, I have there are two fans of ours out there, one who is a drummer um, and one who just likes to give us shit all the time. <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't bring this guy up, if I didn't mention him, I would get I would get shot. 
So my first drummer is Danny Carey from Tool. Brilliant. Um, what about someone who is smart, who is he's a he's a good songwriter because um, he he's just as much a, a part of the songwriting process as the other three guys. Yeah, and um, he's right. He's he's right there with Portnoy and Peart. And yeah, like when I think when I when I think drummers that are unbelievably skilled, it's those three. And then is his name Carter Buford? Yep. The drummer yeah, from, from Dave Matthews. Uh, Dave Matthews. Yeah. Um, those four, like you can't go wrong with those guys. Just the things that they do, like they're so, they're very inf- inventive behind the kit. Yeah. So Danny carries my first one. My second one, I think he is the most underrated drummer of the nineties. Um, and you want to talk about someone who's very musical behind the kit. And when he plays, he plays to serve the song. His front man even says so. Like he compares him to Lars Ulrich, like Lars, you play to what fits the song or suits the song. And so does this guy. Um, and I remember when we did this last time, I kicked myself the whole time. Going, I can't believe I didn't put him on my list. And this guy is Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, great player. God, so good. A little busy, but great player. Well, all those those four guys I just mentioned. One of yours. A <laughs> little busy. Exactly. No, no. But okay, to address that real quick, there are drummers who are busy because. I think that's what is the mark of a good drummer. And like, oh, look, what, look at all these things that I can do. And then there are guys like the five that I just mentioned real quick, but like Jimmy, who they're busy. Yes, but it's within the context of the song. And you can at least go, okay, that was an interesting choice. I see why he did that. Yeah. And then finally, um, whether he was alive or not, he would be on my list because I think he is currently the standard for the perfect rock drummer. And that's Taylor Hawkins. Mm. That's, that's, that's good. So that's good. There are my list of drummers, Taylor Hawkins, Jimmy Chamberlain and Danny Carey. And a good guy, man. Yeah. No the one whole, has a negative whole, thing to say about Taylor Hawkins. No, there. Um, I mean, you take it for what it's worth. If I mean, I saw an interview with Machine Gun Kelly, who uh, oh, they opened up for the Foo Fighters a couple of shows before Taylor passed away. Yeah, and he and he he and the whole band were like every night that we were on stage, he was standing right there watching yeah. us we came off stage he was there to congratulate us with for a good show and like every you i remember when he passed away and looking on instagram all the tributes they were all basically the same thing sweetest guy didn't never met a stranger he's your best friend right that kind of guy super encouraging would send gifts i mean yeah and a phenomenal drummer phenomenal correct and I and just real quick, one more thing about Taylor. I think he's really the only person that could ever play drums in the Foo Fighters. Yeah, especially with 
the guy he's got standing in front of him, who is arguably the greatest rock drummer of all time. Or of at least of our generation. Right. Um, so. Well, and he'll even tell you that, I mean, if you watch the documentary, he kicked out other drummers because they just couldn't handle it. And, you know, when you, when you have the ability to completely hand off your baby to somebody and know that they're going to take care of it with those songs, that's what's like. That's, 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 I mean, that had to be pretty crazy at a certain point. Like, do you right. just re realize that you have the gig and you don't have to worry about it? Or is that always in the back of your mind? Right. But right. Great choices, man. Great choice. Uh, I actually had thought about all of those, including Dave Grohl. So that's, that's good. I like it. Okay. Ryan, what do you got? This is going to be fun. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay. I don't have commentary to go along with my three. I'm going to name my three and I'm going to let y'all be like, Oh really? Okay. Let's so, do it. Number Sheila one, e. in no particular hey, order. Here we go. Sheila e. um, Neil Peart, Russia's drummer. Yep. Okay. 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 Here we go. Number two, Danny Carey from Tool. Okay. Number three, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. <laughs> so we find ourselves in a very interesting, oh. interesting situation here because we have. You and I have one together. Mm -hmm. You and I have one together. So it's interesting. Yeah. Now, um, the only way to make it a clean sweep is if Joel were to add Danny Carey in in his third spot. <laughs> but it's interesting. Like for me, so when I was putting my list together, I listened to some Dream Theater. I listened to some Tool. I listened to Rush. Um, man, it, for these three guys, it's kind of like, what mood am I in? Yeah. And you're like, kind of what really on who I would be like this guy, this guy, but, but here's I, the, here's the thing with your list that I think they're, they're all progressive drummers, right? They're yeah. all drummers in progressive bands, whether yeah. it's just right, straight progressive rock, um, or metal like uh danny i don't even know if you could consider tool metal um, they're just tool which is tool. what i said last time we talked about this the only reason i don't i don't add him to me he is arguably and i agree one of the greatest drummers but he's also like when i think of of him it's hard for me to separate him from tool like at least some of the other guys on, and, and again, I guess you could say that about anybody like Neil, you know, being away from rush, right. but like that's one of the things I liked about Portnoy, you know, he, yeah. he plays straight rock with some bands. He plays, you know, dream theater. He plays all this progressive music. He, he, not that the other guys can't, but this guy's done that. That's why I kind of, that's why I picked him. I got all you. Right. Well, I know what, I know what his two people are going to say, right? <laughs> I know what they're going to say, but yeah. it's, it, man, for me, it's, it's tough. Um, golly, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's between the two. So, I mean, really, do, do we go the tool route or do we go, um, you know, the, the dream, dream theater, theater route? route? Yeah. Mike Portnoy. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. That's what I like about Mike is that, and I'm not saying anything about the personality of of danny um i just think or that, we could make the right choice and put taylor in 
<laughs> well, I don't know. We should do that either. I would be, I'll be honest with you. I would be okay with putting Taylor Hawkins in, but that would be, for me, that would be in a, a kind of leaning on the emotional side, but I would put Taylor in. I, I'm, I, that would not upset me at all. I would, and this is probably going to get me in trouble. I'd rather have Taylor. If Mike's not in it, I'd rather have Taylor than, than Danny. Well, then let's do Taylor. It's up to you, Gurfers. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. Just for the sake of, yeah, let's do it. Taylor yes. Hawkins. All so right. Taylor, so let me, uh, on my little list here, I'm going to highlight him. Bing. So with a color that way. Uh, yeah. So Taylor get Hawkins is going to be our drummer. But hey, you know what? It is what it is. All right. I'm, I'm, Taylor excited, about, I'm, I'm excited about this next one. All right, good. So Christian, you go first on bass. Since, All right, uh, on bass. Um, I don't remember if I brought him up last time. Probably not because I brought up Cliff the last time. So my first bass player, and yes, I'll probably do this every list <laughs> that we do. Uh, is Jason Newstead. Oh, great. Love Jason. Jason. Newstead. I might not do it with Robert. I mean, even though Robert is the longest serving bass player in the band. Really? That's crazy yeah. to think, huh? Isn't that the, Jason was in 14 years, and uh, I think Rob will be in 20. And I think he came in the band in 2003. That so is crazy, years man. That year. is insane. So Jason Newstead. And okay. the thing I like about Jason is yes, he can do the metal thing. But if you see like what he's doing now with his Chop House band, like they play they play all kinds of stuff. And then you heard the record that he put out, or I'm assuming at least you, Joel, heard the Echo Brain album. Yeah. It was nothing like uh, it was pop. It was pop. Yeah, it was nothing Super like, pop. A, like a Metallica album. Yeah. So he's versatile. He can play. He his influences, you know, he and he's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. And so that's my first one. My next one. Um, I felt we had, I should bring him up because he's flea, but better. Oh, and yikes. Oh, yikes. well, Joel, when, when you hear you'll, you, you might disagree. You might agree. Okay. But it's peanut from three eleven. Oh, such a great player. Yeah. Peanut spelled like the actual like peanut. P dash nut. P dash nut. P dash nut. Yeah. So P a dash sign. A hyphen. Or a hyphen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I encourage anybody to, especially on those first few, uh, the first like two or three, three eleven albums, the stuff that he he plays on those songs, he's. I, I, I did that because I should have brought him up last time. Yeah. And then another player that I should have brought up last time, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but it's the bass player from Muse, uh, Chris Wolstenholm. Great, great player. So those great are my player. Turn. All you yeah. have to do is go watch the studio stuff of him playing uh, uh, with Stockholm Syndrome. Uh -huh. I mean, just phenomenal bass player. Great. So I, I missed. Did you make your third one? Yeah. His Who was it? Chris Wolstenholm. W-O-L-S-T-E-N-H-O-L-M-E. 
He's the good. He's the bass player from Muse. Got it. Okay. Well, my choices will we can solely blame Ryan for these choices because as soon as I say the names, you're gonna know exactly why it's his fault. Oh. Um, awesome. Hang on. For me, like Led Zeppelin will always be the core of any band, but I'm not using any of the, the any of them for this list other than my honorable mention, John Bonham. Okay, first bass player. I love this guy again. So no John Paul Jones. No John Paul Jones. Writes songs, cool guy, uh, versatile. I love his playing. It's inventive. It's different. And that is Jeff Ament from uh, Pearl Jam. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I just, I don't know. I, I was listening to verses the other day and I just, and then also I watched one of the <laughs> Rick Beato that- videos where he's, and he did a, a Jeff Ament, uh, some bass stuff. And I just, I will whether- say his, his tone and what he plays on the song Oceans. Yeah. Off their first album. Yeah, it's a fretless that, bass. That will always be um, next to a couple of Cliff Burton riffs. Yeah. That will always be my favorite bass line. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's more of a nostalgia thing, um, emotional side type thing. But yeah, I love that bass. That bass line. Great bass and 12 string bass. Um, just everything. So good. Okay. My next one is robert DeLeo from stone temple pilots oh such a good choice yes um man that the just he writes i think he's underrated his i mean he's very underrated and i think that's on purpose but if you listen to like some of the stuff that he writes i mean he is in my in my opinion the neil pert of bass in the sense that when you listen, listen you hear it play, but then when you actually try to transcribe what he's doing, you realize how complicated it is. Um, and to be able to do that in a, a rock context is, um, that's just, that's right just on. hard to do. So those are my two oh, rock I You're only players. bringing two. That's I'm right. only bringing two. Okay, man. So this is going to be interesting. Our list all look very different. Okay. So again, I'm not going to have commentary. Just going to go with it. So my number, uh, no order. So Paul McCartney from the oh, Beatles. Yes. You got to throw him in there. Yep. Um, this one, y'all understand why when I say this one. Chris Squire from Yes. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I like that guy. And um, he's aight. <laughs> and then uh, Getty Lee from Rush. Yep. And Chris and Getty are very similar as far as bass players. Well, Chris was one of Getty's idols, so. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, when Chris died, Getty filled in for him at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. So um, I actually thought about Paul McCartney. Um, it's hard to leave, leave him off the list. But like I said, I don't see – I see the Beatles as who they are. I don't see them as a – like what I would consider a rock band. Um, but that's why I left Paul McCartney yeah, off the list. Yeah, but, like, if you watch um... – Dave Grohl's yeah. documentary, yeah. Um, Sound City. Yeah. I mean, he comes he's amazing. In a, comes in and is like, hey, I've got this bass that I made out of a cigar box. Let's see how it sounds and write a song with it. Yeah. 
Right. I, and the song yeah, is killer. He'll play. He'll play with anybody. He'll. I, and I think that's that's key. Although we had him on the list last time and he didn't make it. So yeah. All right. So who we put? No, there's there are no commonalities. So there's who, none. There there are no. No. So that's why this one's hard. And so so I have I have Gerfer's list, but yours was Jason Newstead. Who were the other two? Peanut. Peanut. Peanut from 311 and the guy from Muse. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too, man. Um, you know, what's funny is I actually thought about Jason Newstead when I was originally doing this. Um, but I just see him, I, man, it, even with Echo Brain, I just see him with Metallica. So I don't but know, guys. How, how, do we, how do we divvy this out if we don't agree? <laughs> Well, we have to come to an agreement. Okay, so yours was um, mine. Mine is uh, Robert DeLeo Chris, from Stone Temple Robert Pilots DeLeo, and Jeff Ament. Jeff Ament. Yeah, and then Paul McCartney, Chris Squire, and Chris Getty Squire, Lee. And Getty Lee, and then Peanut. I, my my personal vote goes to the guy from Muse. That would be a real unsung hero kind of. I mean, he's he. Any of these guys would be awesome. Right. Oh yeah. See, I don't know a whole lot of Muse stuff. Yeah. I know well, Pearl Jam, STP, Metallica, Three Eleven. Stop I know sharing your sound. Oh oh oh! Are you going to? Oh, you're gonna. Are you? Gonna, oh, why you want to play Muse? I'll play once just the beginning and you'll you playing oh, stockholm yeah. syndrome you'll see okay okay here he goes baby we're getting ready to be blocked guys oh yeah always this guy this is the what he did on rick viato I'm pretty sure this used to be on Rock Band. It was. I think it was. Well, here, we'll play the Or you can one. always put the tool bass player in there <laughs> on Joel's third spot. Justin Chancellor? Hey, he's a... He's... He's a great, he's a great bass player. In nope. order to be in that rhythm section... Yeah, but we got to stick with the group that we brought. So we either need to relent to Fisher's side, or we need to we need to debate. I mean, my guys are tried and true. People know their names. <laughs> they know their songs outside of rock band. Oh, uh, we know Getty Lee. Yeah, but I I just for me it's hard to put Getty Lee. It's like putting Neil in the band it's just i love those guys but i just can't do it that's for me rush is an institution you know chris wires so, is great too so what are you you're saying that rush is it, they're too big and too good to put them in i'm saying like the same reason why we don't put a paul mccartney or a john lennon in the band because you're not it's hard like, to separate them. Like when I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking if this band really got together, 
what is the most cohesive, you know, band members that would be together? And that's, that's why, that's why I'm thinking like Taylor Hawkins, I'm thinking, okay, here's the rhythm section. What is the best bass player that's going to play with Taylor Hawkins? And for me, I can see the guy from Muse. I can see my two guys. I'd see that working. So I wouldn't necessarily do peanut. I love peanut. He's phenomenal. I just, for this type of group, I just don't see it. We had this type of group last time and we put flea in and they're I know the I, and it, it was reluctantly done. That's why I'm trying to correct <laughs> old. I'm trying to, I'm trying to prevent. You're trying to further make a right decision. A, a better decision. So. I'm, I'm fine with the guy from, from Muse, but that's, you know, like I said, that's a, that's kind of an, an underdog. What do you think? What do you, what do you think, Ryan? Who are you like? I mean, it, of all of the people that have been named, including yours, who are you most inclined to be like, this is, if I have to put my foot down on somebody. It's I, I mean, for me, it's, it's, for it's me, it's Squire. Just, no, no, it wouldn't be Squire. It would be McCartney just because. One, everybody knows who he is, but I, I, dude, I think McCartney could, I think he's versatile enough to play with any of those drummers we put up there. You throw McCartney in there and he's going to adapt to what he's got to do to play with any of the drummers. I'm fine with that too. I love, I love Paul. It's hard. It's just not going to make a decision, is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm good with any of them. Well, these are all great players. Okay. So. Okay, so here's I'm not cool with Newstead. I'm not cool with uh, Squires or Getty Lee. Um, I'm fine with the guy from, uh, of course, my my options, but I'm also fine. I don't think Peanut should be in this group. So of your group, Fisher, I think the bass player from Muse is the best one uh, for the super group. And I think from Gerfer's group, I think Paul McCartney is the best one. For for this type of of then of let's group. do DeLeo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that too. DeLeo is great, man. Well, because unfortunately, in a band, whether it's a super group or not, someone's got to be the. Oh yeah, that guy's in the band. I forgot about him. And who better than DeLeo? Okay, let's do it. I mean, I was going to digress and say we could do the guy from Muse. No, okay. let's do DeLeo. Let's do Robert. DeLeo. I think that's the best one. He writes. Right. He writes. He he can play. He can background vocal. Great bass player. All right. So Done. Robert DeLeo from Stone Temple Pilots. Already better player. than Flea. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Okay, now we'll get to the fun stuff. Not that that wasn't fun. Okay. Rhythm or lead? We're going rhythm guitar. Right. Joel, the guitar player. Uh, I think I think Joel should do should go first on. Well, I was gonna say I think Joel should go first on the guitar pieces. Both of them. Yeah, just because he's got two, we can get them out of the way real quick. Okay, so rhythm guitar player. This I specifically put kind of underdogs. Now, when I say this, y'all will both agree. Um, I I feel like you'll agree with rhythm guitar players. Um, my first one is brad whitford uh aerosmith's guitar player he he is the he lets 
Joe Perry have all the accolades. He just sits back. He does his rhythm thing, whatever's needed, you know, diamonds, you know, funk rhythms, whatever. He doesn't really solo. Um, and he doesn't complain. He's just doing his thing. So I love that perfect rhythm player. This one is a little more outside the box. This guy can play lead, but the riffs that he puts together for me are just ridiculous. And that is Tom Morello from a rhythm standpoint. I just think Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, you put in like Cochise, the man with him playing the, the riffs. That's an audio slave song. That is audio slave, but still it's Tom Morello on guitar. So but as far as rhythm guys, huh? You said rage against the machine. I know. Well, he's from rage against the machine. I know. I, yes. So audio slave the is the other one. Yes. It's full of steel. Oh my gosh. Anyway, those are my two that I have. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Fisher. All right. Well, I thought for sure. One, if not two of the ones that I'm about to mention would have been on your list, Joel. Okay. So I'm going to start with the one that I think I thought, well, I wouldn't think would be on your list. And um, he's the only guitar player in his band. So he does both um, rhythm and lead. Yeah. Like Morello, like Morello. But like when I listen to his songs, his, his solos, unless it's a faster tempo song, his solos really aren't super flashy. And that's Jerry Cantrell, Allison. Oh, great. Cool guy. Great. Great songwriter. Singer. Solid player. And he can sing. Yeah. So he takes all the boxes. That is phenomenal. (laughs) Take a shot, Anna. (laughs) Well, I might get you to say it again. So hold on. (laughs) This next guy. and it fits in with the houses we talked previously. So, yeah. This guy, I don't think. How do I want to put this? Because I'm I'll, for Joel, I'll give it away if I say, oh, I'll, what the hell? I don't think without this guy, there's no Guns N' Roses. Oh. And that's Izzy Stradlin. Amazing. Awesome. Yes. And is able to put up with Axl Rose put up with Axl Rose for almost two albums worth. I yeah. know he did. And he, yeah. he, he quit midway through, uh, I think it was midway through use your illusion tour. I think he, well, yeah, he got through it and he just didn't like the touring life. There you go. Right. Good stuff. So, and then my last rhythm guitar player is the rhythm guitar players of all rhythm guitar players. Guys like uh, James Hetfield and, Ian, um, I'm drawing a blank on his last name from Anthrax. Oh yeah, Scott, Scott Ian. Ian. Scott Ian. Yeah. Scott Ian. They all point to the, the those two guys specifically. Really, Scott Ian points to him as he's my favorite rhythm guitar player, and that's Malcolm Young from ACDC. I told you. They're all coming from my list. You're, I don't know if they, I don't, maybe, mm-hmm. but that is a phenomenal list of guitar rhythm players. All right. So those are my rhythm guitar players. All right. So this is going to be fun. No joke. I almost thought, anyway, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. First one on mine. 
Fisher and I are, are together on this. I've got Izzy Stradling, Guns N' Roses. Great. Great. Um, second one on my list, I've got Jerry Cantrell. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought for a second, the way you were talking, I thought we were going to go for a clean sweep of three, and we didn't. But I almost had Malcolm Young. Yeah. Almost. But instead, <laughs> when I was doing my my research right your minutes of preparation this guy kept popping up like in the top five of a whole bunch of different lists and stuff and that is dave mustaine from megadeth and so i am so proud of you boys (laughs) well y'all can't can't see it but i i I totally emotionally erect right now you b word (laughs) you b word could have a clean sweep with us if you would have come with three artists okay so i'm gonna make this super easy on you guys after hearing your list for me i'm going jerry cantrell okay that's a that's a great with with the bass player that we have the drummer we have jerry cantrell Okay, so here's the question. I am Are tearing you, up right okay, now. Okay, but here's the question. This is very important to how okay. this li- how, how this band is being put together. Are you taking the Gary Cantrell off of Christian's list or off of my list? <laughs> <laughs> well, because Which you're one, leading since you're leading this, I will say yes. I will tell you this. You'll say yes to what? Which list? To you. Thank to you. you. Okay, good. But this now is we the each one... have a member. Okay, so this is the one thing I will tell you. Gerfers, you surprised me because your list was spot on. That was that was a great group of rhythm guitar players. Dave uh, Mustaine. Hello. Well, no, no. Well, I expect excellence from you. <laughs> uh, the Padawan down there. I always kind of disagree with one or two, but there's literally nobody on his list that I disagree with. You know what I like about Dave? And maybe he'll make our band from the other list, but he he does both. He does rhythm and he does lead. Yeah, I mean he's... Jerry does the same. Jerry does rhythm and lead, but Dave. I mean, I don't know. You don't get, especially as tight and technical as he is. Like everything is just spot on. Like, you don't get much better than him, if yeah. any. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The only reason that I would want to go with either Jerry or Izzy is I think they're a little more um, down the middle, mm-hmm. so to speak. Like they can do the hard, they can they can do hard rock, they can do the softer side. They yeah. can play fast if they need to, right? Mm-hmm. With Dave, it's a thousand miles an hour, you know. Yeah. One hundred percent. I I'm I I feel much better about. Like I said, I'm going rock, and I think so far we're we're doing well. So, okay, would so you like Jerry. would you like me to I do think, the lead guitar players now? Yeah, we'll get into that in one second. Okay, but I just I think it's interesting because in our last super group, and I'm not saying these guys are replacing the last one, but it's it's interesting how we went from James from Metallica as our rhythm guitar player to. Cantrell. I just think it's cool. I don't know. Well, why. I I did James. Why well, did James? Because Fisher needed a win, <laughs> and he was still recovering from the flea from flea the flea debacle. The greatest bass player that we will ever have. Okay, first off, stop. It. <laughs> That's not true. 
You uh, picked him. I, I picked him out of pity, but anyway, let's continue with the right. lead guitar. Spot. Let's go to lead guitar. And just for the record, this one for me was the hardest three to pick. Yeah. Um, I will say this is the only category that will have three lead guitar players. And I will oh, tell man. you that this is not a fair category because every every guitar player has their voice and that's super hard for me but i before i'm going to say this i'm going to put the call in i think maybe we might have our first sweep here i will guarantee you you will not have your first sweep all right let's find I out i mean did you think i was going to put dave mustaine in the rhythm no but i got on mine bro uh, actually 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 there is one possibility that you and i may match on Okay, well, right, let's well, hear let's it. Go. Come on. Okay. Hut. And I'm going to leave that one last. Number one, my main influence that I had growing up, the first guitar player I heard that I said, holy cow, changed everything that I did. And I, I tried to name my daughter after this person and was shot down, but I got close with an I in the middle name, and that is Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page, love Ooh, the guy. Um, huh? I, I got the other Jimmy. Okay. Do you got the Hendrix? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to save the one that I think we may match last. Okay. The next guy. And I know I'll get an amen from Fisher on this. This guy's playing his speed, his, he changed the way guitar playing was done. And I love him in Megadeth. And I love him in the K-pop stuff he's doing right now. Yeah, Marty Friedman. And that is Marty Friedman. The, Marty Friedman is one of my all-time favorite. He is just such a... true... Like, when I think of who who's the lead guitar player from... Uh, Megadeth. Megadeth. Yeah. It's Marty. I mean... For me, Marty. it's it's him and Chris Poland. But I think but, Chris Poland was only on one album. Yeah, he was. Well, but he was on. Yeah, I mean, he was on what led into Rust in Peace and Rust in Peace and then uh, uh, Countdown to Extinction. And then. Wait, is that the name of the album? Countdown to, Countdown to, to Extinction. OK, yeah. I just make sure. I always, that's the one that he was that Marty's on. Yeah, it really blew up when when Marty was Countdown to Extinction. So those two uh, those two guys I have. OK, this is the third one. Here we go. Sinister Gates. I love his playing from Avenged Sevenfold. Um, he is Sinister Gates. Nice. Sinister Gates. I just seems like such a cool guy, but his playing is phenomenal. I could have picked a thousand guitar players, but for this type of group, I just Dude, he went like almost straight metal. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, and I left off the obvious one, like Eddie Van Halen, because, again, it goes back to the whole, like Alex Van Halen, I feel like could fit into any rock band, but Eddie just sounds like Eddie. You watch the SNL thing where he's playing with G.E. Smith. I'm sorry, man. It just sounds like Eddie Van Halen. So, like, that's why I left him off the list. Um, Jimi Hendrix, the same thing, but that's my three guitar players. All right. So, like I said, I got the other Jimmy from, from that time period. Jimmy Mr. Hendrix. Hendrix. Um, because of... You want to talk about changing the way 
countless number of players out there saw, interpreted, whatever you want to say, the guitar. Mm-hmm. Like Jimi Hendrix was the first one. Like one hundred percent. Here's what we're gonna do, right? And everybody just what? How does he do that? You know, all of the playing with his teeth and behind his head. Yeah. Right. Like right on. Singer, so. showman, mm-hmm. shaman. I mean, he's just a brilliant player. Okay, so my edit that I made on the fly at the beginning uh-huh. of the show. Um, what well, I, I I don't really think of Dream Theater a lot because they just they're not. I have to be in a very specific mood to want to listen to Dream Theater, but when I do, John Petrucci is just like. <laughs> I'll sit there and I'll rewind his solos like four or five times. And yeah. Listen to that over and over again. And um, so, all right, my final one plays in the same band as one of your bass players, Joel. And I'm going to bring this guy up every time we do this until he makes the super group. And it's Mike McCready. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's such a great player. Mm-hmm. So those are my three: Jimi Hendrix, John Petrucci, and Mike McCready. Okay, uh, give me a second. I'm I'm making a list, so we have everything going here. Uh, he's like Santa. He's making a list and, he's and checking it twice. twice. Okay, well, I'm only going to get one. Uh. So we didn't get a clean sweep. We didn't get a clean sweep. That's okay. Did we come um, close? Fisher and I, man, we're, we're matching up on a few. Some Podico, baby. So I'm just saying. So, okay. Eddie Van Halen was my first one. Okay. Just It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Jimi Hendrix. That's where we matched up. Okay. And then this guy. He was mentioned the last time we did this. Um, I'm putting Slash from Guns N' Roses in there. Um. That's that's a great he's a great lead player. And so I mean, yeah. Okay, well. I don't know. Okay, so your three were Sinister Gates, Marty Friedman, Marty and Friedman. Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Right. I don't expect of, of the of the actual ones to make my list. The only one that I think really would make it is Sinister Gates. Really? Yeah. I mean, just with this type of. Because I, I, I would be more inclined to go either Marty Friedman or Page. Or Page, yeah. Especially with this with this band so far: Taylor on drums, Robert DeLeo on on bass, bass, and who's our rhythm? Jerry Cantrell. Jerry Cantrell. I mean, if we had guys like Dave Mustaine as our um, rhythm guitar player, and if we had a metal drummer, I could see putting Sinister as the lead. But I, I've just I've not heard Sinister do anything other than uh, other than events. Yeah, events sevenfold. sevenfold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Like with 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 guys like James or even Kirk, like there are videos of them out there playing blues, funk, so, you know, stuff like that. Um, 
or Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page is like he's a down the middle type. Yeah, of well, Black right. Crows. I mean, you just listen to that live album. I mean, he was killer on it. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's I really don't have a a strong opinion when it comes to lead guitar player. Really? He, yeah, I you mean, you had Hendrix. Who else did you have on your list? I had Hendrix. I had Mike McCready and John Petrucci. And John Petrucci. He, woo. But again, I, I've not heard him do anything other than Dream Theater. And and as talented as he is, I'm supr- I'm sure he can play other styles of music. Mm-hmm. Right. I know this. But I, he's but he's a he's a like he's a one note kind of guy. Yeah. If he's in the band. All he's all he's gonna do is play lead guitar. Yeah. I mean, he's a songwriter, right? Yeah. But he's not gonna sing. You talk about Petrucci? Right. Petrucci, yeah. yeah. He's not going to sing. He's not going to... I mean, he, he'll he play rhythm guitar because that's most of the song, but when you bring a John Petrucci in, there's only one reason you're bringing him in. Yeah, to... to wow. And that's uh, the same thing with... face-off. Yeah, right? some of the other guys. You know... Well, Slash, too. When, yeah. When you bring Slash into the band, you're bringing him in for one reason and one reason only, and that's to play lead guitar. And this may be like an emotional pick, but I, I, I'm leaning towards Slash. <laughs> well, that's the, th- I mean, if you think about it, though, like if you talk about you bring a Slash in, you know what you're bringing to me. You're only bringing him in to play lead guitar, which is fine. Because if you're looking for background, vo- background vocals or somebody to give something vocally, you've got that in Cantrell. You've also got it in DeLeo and you've got it in sure. Taylor Hawkins. But, but and not that every guy in the band has to sing either backup or lead vocal, but each guy's going to have a different tone to their voice, a different way to sing. And so the more options, at least in my mind, if we're, if we're putting together a super group, the more options I have for someone to deliver a melody or to sing a vocal line, the better. Right. Um, Cause I, I don't really know anything about the songwriting process, but I would imagine at least once or twice in your songwriting career, you come in a band, you're writing a song and you're like, our guy can't sing this. Oh yeah. No, 100%. We got to scrap it. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, the more guys who can sing, I think it opens up to more things that you can write and more things that you can put out there. So who? So that's why. That's why I wouldn't do a slash or a sinister gates. Okay. So who? If I if I, if I really am, I mean, all of my yours, guys yours, are players. They're yours, all right. Yours is Paige. Paige, uh, gates, Marty Friedman, and, and, and Marty Sinister, Friedman. Yeah. From your list, I would want to go Paige. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Who's your list, Ryan? It's Van Halen, Slash, and Hendrix. Well, Fisher Fisher's screaming at the screen right now going, Hendrix has got two votes. You got to put Hendrix it, Well, I, Well, the thing I'm thinking of is like, 
for me out of everybody that's been mentioned off of every list for me it comes down to either hendrix or jimmy page those are the yeah, two it comes down to i can see that um the only reason mike mccree like i like the mike mccready pick the only reason i don't want to lean towards mccready is well it's he's the same thing as well, if we pick, but if but if we pick him though, Gates, this is turning in. into a '90s supergroup. Well, that wasn't one of the parameters. You didn't say. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but it, I mean, but I'm just saying it's turning into an all '90s supergroup, and it's like, is that what we're doing? Do we need to edit the title of the show to '90s supergroup? I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you. I think it. It really falls between Hendrix and Page. And Hendrix is the closest thing we got to a clean sweep in this category. So let's, I mean, I'm not upset with Hendrix. So let's just add him to the list. There it is. All right. Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah. I Fisher, the, Fisher is happy. The interesting thing about this whole thing is when you're, when you're putting this list together, one of the things that's hard to navigate is when you pick the first piece and you add the second piece, you're sonically listening in your, at least I am in my head, like, okay, yes. we have this drummer and the bass player. Now what guitar play? Like it's a, it's a layer. And so we could have a completely different list with, if we pick two different, like a drummer and a bass player, that's different. Mm -hmm. This isn't about the best. It's about what super group would sound cohesive in my mind, cohesive cohesively the best and that's why like you know it's it's difficult you get into like i don't want chris squire playing with uh jerry cantrell i just right. don't no, no. I, it I, just doesn't make sense but like you know robert DeLeo with him and now Taylor you know Robert. hendrix over the top i mean yeah fire man but i do agree jimmy page would be awesome as well considering jimmy page sounds just like Dean DeLeo, his brother. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I know who he is. But and and the great thing like about someone like Taylor Hawkins, he's he's played with a Jimmy Page, right? Yep. Um, I would imagine if Hendrix was still alive at some point, he would have played with Hendrix. He right? may have. He may have. Uh, so, you know, you can't. Yeah, you can't go wrong, but yeah, Jimi Hendrix that way, we won't get as many angry comments. <laughs> so yeah. bef before we get to lead singer, just a recap, we got Taylor Hawkins, Robert DeLeo, Jerry Cantrell, and Jimi Hendrix. Yep. This is shaping up for one hell of a concert. Yep. Yeah. I'm just saying. Now, I, I think this yeah, is much better than the last list. So since you're going to have two, Joel, just give us your two for singer real quick. Since you only you got me, two. I thought you were going to go first because you're the singer guy. No, I'm going last. Okay. Um, well, you know, he did go first the last two times. That's all right. He's got two. He can go first. We don't want right. to mess up a good thing. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay. So when I say the epitome of a front man, who do you think of? It's always going to be Robert Plant. Freddie Freddie Mercury. No, Robert I was say of a rock band. I'm I'm not saying Queen. I'm saying rock. Queen's band. not a rock band. Oh my gosh, Queen is Queen. They are 
they Led are Zeppelin is Led Zeppelin. Pink Floyd is Pink Floyd. Okay, I stop dare. it. Stop no. it. Okay, Robert Plant is who I chose. Damn. Okay. And um, you know, I this was a hard one for me because there's so many singers out there. But for whatever reason, again, can they write? Can they sing? Are they a good guy? You know, do they look like they can get together the limited exposure we have? Um, and this is a guy that I think that I'll get an approval, at least from one of us. Um, but Chris Cornell, that's who I put on my list. I think as a rock singer, I just think well, that he, I, I think he's versatile ended, because he's, you know, he, he did Soundgarden, he did Audio Slave, he did Temple of the Dog. Uh, you know, which was solely a way for Jeff Ament and Stone Gossard to Scott Stone Gossard to get, you know, together and showcase their new band was basically yeah. why Temple of the Dog was formed. Yeah. And help heal the wounds with Andrew Woods passing. So um, Chris Cornell, for me, I think this type of band, I just I, I think it would be a good fit. All right. All right. Fisher, you're up. Okay. So we went with one of my guys, maybe two. I would definitely say this is a 90 super group, but we'll get to that when we get there. My first guy uh, was another edit made at the beginning of the show. But all this guy does is sing in super groups. That's all he does. And so... I don't know who's more perfect to front a supergroup than this man, Sammy Hagar. I literally thought that's what you're going to say when you started. Amazing. Amazing. The man, the man is in his 70s and looks like he's in his 50s. And he still sounds amazing. He drinks he? tequila every day. Jeez. I want his life. I do too. He lives on a beach, has his own distillery. Yeah. And played with does, Van Halen, played with Montrose, played his solo stuff, played with Joe Satriani and Chickenfoot. Chicken yeah. I mean, that is true. All he does is sing in supergroups. All he so, does is wake up in the morning and piss excellence. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. This next guy, um, when, when, y'all i'll say y'all made the decision to cut out keyboards as a part of the supergroup. this is my way of sneaking the keyboards back in damn it and that's trent reznor okay for front man okay. okay yeah i, I yeah. knew it wasn't going to be super popular or like but he's talented uh, he didn't get his due in the last list and this is by no means oh i'm making it up because i think that's what he does. He's a front man and a keyboard player. And you wouldn't be able, I don't think, well, maybe in the way he structures his songs, but because he plays industrial music or whatnot, you know, it's hard to, it would be hard to think, oh, this guy's a classically trained pianist. And he is. And so that guy, Trent Reznor. And finally, my last guy, this was, if he gets picked, then mine is Jimmy. This is definitely a 90s list. I think there was no better front man in the 90s than this guy, and that's Michael Stipe. Oh, wow. 
man, you went like really left turn on these. Yeah, buddy. No better front man than Michael Stipe. In the 90s. In the 90s. Which includes Hammy, Sammy, Hagar. Hammy Sagar. That's right. Sammy Hagar and uh, a host of other ones. Eddie Vedder. In the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, all of them. You're saying Michael Stipe is the best. I. That's a controversial pick there, sir. Okay. Gerfer, okay. save this segment. <laughs> All Please. right. Well, we know Chris Cornell is going to be. In well, here we go. So uh, I'm going strictly on this first pick, strictly, strictly off of vocal talent alone. And I've done this before. My list right here is completely almost the same from the first one. But you can't have a front man without this guy for vocals alone. And that's Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Vocally. Steve Perry. There's not a whole lot. Uh, but we said no more journey psych outs. Better out movie? there. I'm just saying, <laughs> dude, Steve Perry has to be mentioned. All right. Next one. I heard that. That was funny. Joel and I see eye to eye on Chris Cornell. That's easy. That I, No, we, we don't even need to talk about that one anymore. And here's the other one. Here's my way of sneaking in another guitar player. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Jeff Buckley. I'm uh, so this is not a joke before you even started your little rant on the last one. I was thinking, you know, who would be fun to have in this super group is Jeff Buckley because no one mentioned him. Oh man, I mean, he okay. So the three that are on my list, Chris, Steve, and Jeff, I think Jeff vocally is a mixture of Steve and Chris. Yeah, 100%. I could see that. And I, so, I'm gonna, so off of off of my list alone. Yeah, yeah. My foot is being put down on Jeff Buckley. I I I'm going to do something I've never done before and I'm going to add a third vocalist and I'm going to say I'm going to say Jeff Buckley. I'm going to say Jeff oh, Buckley. You... <laughs> I'm going Jeff Buckley. Whatever. Yeah. You love him. You know it'd be great with him singing. I know. That's that's what made me think of it because I saw right back there. there. I know. And I, I, I'll probably listen to some Jeff Buckley when the show's <laughs> over. One hundred percent. But I look at him like Joel looks at Paul McCartney or Neil Peart. Like he is. He he. I mean, it's his name on the record, right? Yeah. Jeff Buckley. He's like a Stevie Ray Vaughan. That's true. But even Stevie Stevie Ray Ray played with David Bowie. Well, yeah, but when you think of Stevie Ray Vaughan, you you just think of him. (laughs) You don't think of the band. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time, man. Um, I'm I'm going. I'm Chris Cordell or Jeff Buckley. God, you're making this so hard. Um, Jeff Buckley specifically, I don't really think that his vocals would fit with the type of band that we have right now. Okay. Right. Although, if all the people that we have in the band that I know of don't hit the high notes quite like this guy right here. Yeah. And he can play guitar. Like like Ryan said. And you're getting an extra guitar player. But I mean, I think Jeff... Foo Fighters have three guitar players, so... Yep. Yep. It's true. I I think Buckley is... 
and this this statement, I don't know how, how else to say it, but this is one of those things. We don't really know if he would fit in with them because he died so early. He may have been able to, you know, I don't want to no, say you're even, you're you're right. I mean, I don't know that he would have changed his sound or how he did things. Oh, I'm but, sure he would have changed his sound. But there is a chance that he would have fit in perfectly with these guys. I I I think he's that versatile and he's that good. But that's just me. But again, and I y'all would have thought that I would have put my foot down on on Cornell, Chris, you know, but no, I don't know, you, man. You, I can. By the way, you talk about him and just how many, how many times you mention him. I think, to me anyway, you have more as a vocalist more respect for Jeff Buckley than you do Chris Cornell. Oh, correct. Like the things that Jeff does, yeah. nobody else really can do. Yeah, and, and so, but I've always said this: I look up to Jeff Buckley because he's amazing at what he does. If I could choose to sound like anyone. I would choose to sound like Chris Cornell because I, for real, would be a multi-gazillionaire if I did. But okay, so we've got from you, Joel. Who are the two that you brought? You can't just oh and add someone else. He added it, Buckley's <laughs> on the list officially. Yeah, well, it's on the list officially, but it's uh, Robert Plant. It it's Robert Plant. It's Chris Cornell, and it's uh, Jeff Buckley. And then you've got Chris Cornell, Jeff Buckley, and, and Steve Perry. Steve Perry. No journey. It's like <laughs> for me, it comes down to two. It comes down to Plant, and it comes down to Hagar. For me. Wow. So, so I'll throw a wrench in this whole damn thing. And go, if I'm putting my foot down on it, really, if we. Since there's not a three-way consensus, I would say I would throw my hat in the ring for Robert Plant. Mm. So really, it comes down to the two of you deciding whether it's Chris Cornell or Jeff Buckley. I'm good either way. You know, I say we go, I say we go Buckley. All right, let's do there it, it is. is. Luckily let's it is. do it. And I, I do agree with you on that. Um, that's that's a hard one because he does. He sounds like himself. But um, there's a part of me that would be really excited just to hear what it sounds like with him doing his thing. So good times, man. So super group is the, the super group is Taylor Hawkins, Robert DeLeo. Jerry Cantrell, Jimi Hendrix, and Jeff Buckley. For everyone at home keeping score, Christian had one, two, three people that he brought into the band. I had one, two, three people that I brought into the band. Joel had one and a half because we're going to give him a half point on Buckley. (laughs) (laughs) Who is his one? His one was uh, DeLeo, bass player, DeLeo. Yeah, yeah, DeLeo. Yeah, man, that was fun. I didn't know yeah. this was a competition, but next thing, uh, next time I'll remember to. You gonna step it up? I'll hey. make it like a Backstreet Boys or an Insane. Life, life is a competition. 
I strongly for frontman strongly considered Justin Timberlake. Yeah. That would be fun. It'd be different. It'd be different for sure. He's but, just such a R&B singer though, you know, yeah, such I was a pop say, singer. But most well and and that's the thing is the next time we do this hopefully it's not a year from now or two years from now because if we really think about it and we're getting ready to go on two years of this thing and we have we supergroup was the first thing we did and we haven't gone back to it since yep so i'd like to revisit it um sooner rather than later and maybe before we we put some parameters this time three of we bring three for each instrument but maybe next time is let's do a, a funk slash r&b super group sure yeah you could do a, a 80s rock you could do a 90s rock 2000s because yeah. we damn near were 90s there yeah we were we and were had to so throw close jimmy in there so close That's so before we move hey before we move on to um featured, featured artists, artists y'all keep talking we'll edit joel can edit however once i gotta go pee Dude, water bottle that way you just pee right there as your host. I, it still has water in it. 